Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, South Stand chum, bearded legend, still looking as handsome as ever, Mr. Paul Levy. Hello, welcome everybody to a very, very special uh, episode of the Orient Outlook podcast. Um, this season's definitely been one to forget for us as Orient fans, but in a season full of blight and misery, there's been one thing that so many O's fans have been looking forward to since an announcement earlier this year. Since it has been announced, the charity match being held in Ada Prostate Cancer UK, arranged by our very own Errol McKellar, has had O's fans buzzing with excitement at the prospect of seeing the promotion team of the 2005-06 season facing a team of celebs. Managed by Martin Ling and Dean Smith. He's not coming, is he? No, Dean Smith, actually. No, Dean's on holiday. So managed by Martin Ling, the Orient Legends will contain most of the promotion team of 10 years ago. Uh, They're coming back, lacing up their boots one more time to raise money for Prostate UK on Sunday the 31st of May against a Men United team of celebs and ex-pros, including Danny Dyer, Ralph Little, Bradley Walsh, uh, musician, singer Kano, Daniel Lassman of The Apprentice, Tinchy Strider, Trevor Sinclair, and many, many more. Um, the Men United team will be managed by Harry Redknapp and probably aptly assisted by, by Russell Brand. Um, joining us, joining us uh, here now, we are delighted to welcome for, the, for their uh, inaugural appearance, uh, Errol McKellar. Welcome, Errol, and, uh, and John, uh, Johnny Mack. And John Mackey, yeah. um, Errol, thanks for joining us. Um, we'll kick off, uh, I think, with a, a quick question. How did this all come about? Tell us what you told us before we started. I was hoping we weren't going to go on record with this one. I have to give the credit to my wife Sharon and Matty Porter because my wife Sharon came up with the idea um, about raising the awareness of this illness and she just said, look, um, why don't you uh, have a football match, You know, bring back the 2005 squad against a group of celebrities because you know quite a lot of people and you like talking and you won't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, I, you know, as painful as it is, I had to give her the credit for this Fair one. Fair enough. So well done, I've done McKellar. it now. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely, it's on record and noted. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I have to say that since it's gone out, it has been, it's grown, right, and like, thanks to... Captain Marvel, we've always called him Johnny Max, <laughs> right? Because he's helped us to get this message out. You know, because it's a football match and it's a family fun day. So there's lots of things going on on the, on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I want Orient to win. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it's, it's part of me. But, you know, we've put a group of celebrities together who quite fancy themselves. And with the season that we've just had, I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> Absolutely. So how hard has it been to organise then? So you had the idea and then was it taken on from Porter or did you get in contact with the club and obviously yeah. you had to contact Matty? Yeah, to... you know, we, uh, myself and my wife, we sat down with Matty Porter and sort of ran the idea by him, right? He sort of endorsed it even more, said, great idea, um, right, this is what you need to do, this is not how you need to do it. And by the time we came out of the room, <coughs> you know, we were buzzing with ideas, you know, I had a list of people that, through contacts that I know yeah. that I could approach and it just got to work from there I mean the first person that we spoke to was Martin Ling and Johnny Mack and Johnny and Martin I mean to be honest with you I think they, they'd already done the Orient Legends team what a week 
Straight away, <laughs> straight away. Well, I remember when it was announced. It was announced, and then you like bang on Twitter saying, "I've got Lockwood, I got Alexander, yeah. I got Still." Everyone's yeah. buzzing, and then it just went from there, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah we uh, we went to um Sandy Risley's 80th. who was the kit man, stroke master, stroke everything, fitness. <laughs> yeah, everything, fitness instructor, whatever you wanted. He was there, um, and the gaffer said, "Like, this is in the pipeline. It's not hundred percent yet, but as soon as getting okay." then you can tell everyone. So I said, keep this, text everyone, t- keep this day free for something's going to happen sort of thing. And they were like, what, what, what's happening? What's that? Can't say yet. Like, well, within a week, the gaffer said, yeah, it's on. So I told everyone and straight away, everyone was so excited. Um, like 18 yeses straight away. And then the five who couldn't were on holiday, stag dues, family holidays, etc. were were devastated. Oh, I and can yeah, can and um, imagine, yeah. yeah, they were gutted and like I said to someone else, if if it's up to them I think they would have cancelled their holidays <laughs> and, <laughs> and, been, there, and yeah. been there. But obviously when people are still playing and holidays are booked, they have got to do it. But mm. um yeah, but we everyone I've spoke to sort of probably since January I think we we got told, sort of every other week. I've spoke to him, and the boys are yeah buzzing. Well up for it. Yeah, buzzing. In terms of the celebs, though, have we had to really sort of twist some arms, or has there been sort of people quite? Have they been? Let, let been me a tell great you. Let me tell you. Lot, isn't there? Yeah, but let me tell you about the celebs. I mean, you know, Orient of you know this is probably the most strangest of football matches because as great as Orient's team is. They're gonna to have to take on probably about forty odd players because every <laughs> everybody wants to be part of this. Mm. You know, we've had one or two refusals because of prior arrangements, but people have tried to get out of their prior arrangements wow. because everybody just wants to be involved and get on the cause to get this message out. Because you know, it's 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 a great day because of everyone's involvement and the work that everyone's put in. Um, but importantly, right, we want everybody to come out and support the cause because it's a very important message. This illness affects all men. You know, 40,000 men a year are diagnosed with prostate cancer. Mm. Right, 10,000 men a year die of this illness. Right, one in eight men suffer from prostate cancer. One in four Afro-Caribbean men suffer from prostate cancer. As we sit here talking now, right, one man every hour dies of this illness. So they're frightening stats. Yeah. And, you know, you don't realise the power of people until you ask the question like what we've asked here. And, you know, I'm just saying to everybody, be there next week Sunday because this is the way that we're all going to address this particular problem. You know, and by coming together, right, we're saying, look, we know it's an issue. And the theme of all of this is keeping friendship alive. Right. And that's where it's important because by talking and communicating, that's the one way we're going to get this message out here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So on the day, Prostate Cancer UK will be around the ground. I believe yeah. they, they're doing some collections. And... Yeah, Prostate, listen, I mean, I'm an ambassador for Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, I'm proud to be an ambassador because they've, you know, um, allowed me to go out and really get this message across and, you know, I thank them for allowing me to do this. Um, I thank my wife. Uh, I thank my family. I thank God. But I have to say, the Orient support, right, trust me, if anyone can bring me a support bigger and better than that, 
I challenge them to do that because ever since this has been announced, right, you know, Orient, the Orient supporters have just got on board and they said, right, we are with you with this. And listen, people are coming to see the celebs, but people are coming to see the Orient team. I think more so the Orient team. Massively, massively the Orient team, right? Because... No disrespect to the celebs, obviously. Hey, listen, the celebs, you know, fair credit to them. They said, it's not about us. It's not about us. It's about coming together to get a message out, yeah. you know? And that's what it's all about. People have put down their sort of like, you know, comfort zones and say, no, we need to go out and support this because it doesn't matter who you are. This is an illness that will affect somebody. You know, if you look at the T-shirt I've got on, one in four, it says, right? That's a statement. Yeah. That's why I wear this T-shirt. It's a statement that for, for you know, one in four Afro-Caribbean men, one in eight men, right? One man every hour dies of this illness. So it's a silent killer mm. that we have to address. I am very lucky, you know, I've been given a second chance with this. And this is a great way of trying to get this message out there because sport plays a very important part in a lot of people's lives. And communication is a big key in sport. And people just coming together to help getting this message out speaks volumes yeah. for the power of people. Absolutely. Is there um, a financial target that you'd like to, to get to for this? Uh, um, or is that not? Yeah, do you know what? I want. I never set out to create a financial figure. What I set out to do is I would like to fill the stadium. That's what I'd like to do because there's, there's a, a lot of media attention following what we're all doing, you know, and I would like them to see that there is a statement being made about this issue, you know, and... People are calling me a hero. I'm not a hero. The people that have come in and supported and helped me to get this message out, they're my heroes. Right? Johnny Max is 24-7. Right? And I say on record now, if he was leading our team, we would have gone the other way in that league instead of where we've gone. You know, and I'll go on record and say that. You know, because that's what we've missed this season. And this charity game kind of brings a lot more to the table than just charity. It brings the strength and the support of people about how we deal with a situation that affects all of us. And that's why I'm telling people it's a family issue because this, when it affects us men, it affects our families. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right? of course. And this is the bit that gets missing and that's why the keeping friendship alive right, is the theme behind it. It's a family fun day. We've got a, a dance troupe that's coming to perform on the pitch. Lovely. Made up of youngsters right up to an age, you know, where it's about keeping people out of trouble because I'm also a youth mentor, right? Yeah. We've got a, a guy who's coming to perform a violinist piece on the pitch and I really urge people to come and see this because it's out of this world. This guy is quite amazing and he's got a massive following, right? And he has cancelled anything that he's been invited to do to be here on the Sunday because wow. he feels that this is important because um, unfortunately it's affected somebody personal to him. And this is what this word cancer does, you know. And I wouldn't have got through this battle, right, without, as I said, the support and the network of wonderful people that have helped me to get through it. Absolutely. So is there any chance that you might end up on the pitch on Sunday? <laughs> Last few minutes. I heard a rumour. Do, do you know it's what? It's going around a message board. Everyone's going to put, I am put so moves on. I am so glad you've asked me that question because the captain's here, right? And I've got, to, I've got to work out whether I'm even good enough to be on his bench, let alone be in his team, right? Because, listen, there's over, there's over 35 names 
right, in the celebrities team, right? So Harry Redknapp's having to put three teams together just to play against the Orient legends, right? So how good is this team, right? (laughs) Because, listen, it's a charity game, but trust me, these boys, yeah, these boys are not turning up here just to put the shirt on. It's a pride thing as well. Absolutely. But don't dodge the question. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Turn up on the day. Bring your boots. You have to find out. Turn up on the day. Bring your boots. I will bring my boots. Turn up on the day. So there's been, obviously, um, lots of talk about the the legends, but we're now going to hear from the guy who's going to be managing you. Um, Earlier um, in the... Actually, it was yesterday um, that I caught up with Martin Ling, and this is what Martin Ling had to say. Technical difficulty while well, well, Martin dials in. Ready? Uh, Leighton Orient side and go. manager on on uh, on Sunday's game, Martin Ling. Martin, thanks for joining us. Appreciate that. No problem. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. And just really, um, we, we, we've heard from a, a sort of couple of people how, how they got involved. Can you tell us how, how you got involved with, with this? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've known Errol uh, from the time I was there. He muted the idea to me about a year ago and uh, said to me he would like, if we if, if could do a game, uh, he would take it to the prostate cancer people and if he would do a game, would I get the 2005-06 squad back together? And I said, yes, I would. I think it's doable. And it's all materialised from there. I mean, as I say, Errol was still a close friend that I speak to him regularly anyway, but it was an idea that he came up with that uh, I felt that I could pull together from the Orient side of things. Yeah, fabulous. So how long, when he asked you, how long did it take you to, to actually say, yes, I'm involved? How long did you have to... Yeah, look, I, said, look, I said, I'm committed. You know, I mean, I said from the start, I will come and manage the team. Uh, I said that I will try and pull them together. I said I'll be relying on John Mackey a lot because he, he keeps in touch with a lot of the boys because obviously yeah. they play together. Mm. Uh, I said, but from my understanding uh, that... You know, from Wembley last year, when we took a nucleus there, we were like about eight or nine of us went to that game. It was in the 05, 06 game. Yeah. I knew we had the contacts and we, we would have a, a good possibility of putting the majority of those squads together, which has happened. I think there's only four players that, that, that can't make out the old squad, which is a, is a great return for us. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And, and obviously holiday arrangements, unfortunately, in some parts are probably... Take, taken, taken their toll on that, but but that's to be expected, really. Um, in terms of the actual day itself, what are you most looking forward to? Yeah, I think the big thing for me is to go back into that dressing room. Uh, the, the day you know we'd last all together, I suppose, was the, the dressing room at Oxford, and uh, to go back into that dressing room with them boys that, that achieved so much and done so well for the club and for me personally. That's the bit I'm looking forward to, you know, them boys all being back together. The, the added advantage is uh, I'm not really looking forward to playing, but I said I wouldn't for 20 minutes. Uh, okay. But Sam's playing my boy as well, so it'd be nice if I could get on the pitch when he's on there for, for a 20-minute run out. But the big thing for me is the 05 and 06 atmosphere. As soon as we go back in there, the band will be flying and everyone will be... Uh, Laughing and joking and, 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 and enjoying ourselves, but you know, no, it's a game of football that, like all football people want to do, is that we want to go and win the game and put on a good show for the, the supporters that come along. Absolutely. How, how important is winning? You, you mentioned that just a second ago. How important is winning the match? For me, it ain't massively important, but I'm a football person. But I know with my captain out there, John Mackey, there is no doubt what he wants to do. Yeah. I've always poked him enough. 
a lot of the lads, I don't want to embarrass myself, you know, some of the lads are still playing, but there's quite a few of us that have retired. Yeah. And I think about that we want to put on a show, a proper show and a, and a proper game of football. And, and, you know, anyone that's ever been a professional sportsman, I can tell you, if he plays a game of tiddlywinks, uh, they want to win. So my attitude is no different. It ain't the main issue, but to win and have a good time will be better to have a good time and lose, that's for sure. Yeah, but everyone play with it, like Gary Alexander said to us, play with a smile on your face. Yeah, we, we, we know what it's about. We, you know, we, we ain't going to be shedding any tears if we lose, that's for sure. But sure. no, it's about, it's about all coming together again and, and, and recreating, and say, the buzz that, I mean, that Oxford day, you know, was such a, a roller coaster and the eyes and lows that, you know, supporters, players, management went through that day. Yeah. And when you pulled it all back together and we're all going to be in there together, you know, the buzz will be, be a bit, I know that dressing room will be a, a buzz before we go out and warm up and do our bits of bobs and, uh, and then we'll all have a good time together after because, you know, it's not very often you get a, such a successful side like that back together for such a good cause. Absolutely. Have you been training for it? <laughs> Me? No, not really. I play, I play vets football uh, for a team called Candy Town. Uh, every Sunday which okay. I've always done but it's more like walk ball and football nowadays for me I'm, you know, I'm coming at, I'm nearing that fifth, uh, I'm only you know, 16 months away from the old big 5-0 but okay. no I, 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 I won't have done no uh, specific training for it I just will go out there and for the 20 minutes that I'm on there play from memory but I know people like John have certainly been doing some training and, and, and a few of the lads will have it in the back of their head but they're they're nearer 40 than 50 most of them and some under 40 so it, it's, it's a little bit easier to click into gear at that age sure. but for me it will just be about a fun scenario but again don't want to make myself look like an idiot but <laughs> I certainly haven't been running the streets to make sure I'm fit and ready but I'm okay I, I, so I, play, I do play, still play twice a week so I play on a Tuesday in a, in a uh, we do a little group of us get together for like a 6 or 7 a side and I play on a Sunday so I still do a little bit of football but it's yeah. a it's more like ball, ball for me nowadays and let everyone run around me and I just sort of try and pull the string so that suits me. I'm not really worried about my performance, that's for sure. But some of the other lads will be taking it uh, an awful lot more serious sure, yeah. than, I, than I certainly will. A lot of pride at stake as well, just to say that they, I'm, I'm, I'm nearly 40 or I am 40 and I've still got my touch and I still can read the game and I still can do X, Y and Z. I yeah, I mean, yeah, the be on end of it is that you've been a professional footballer and you don't want, you know, whatever amount of people are watching. I mean, I'm normally playing a Sunday with two men on the sideline or four men on the side, so that's two subs from the other side, and they've normally got a fag on. So it's, for me, it's going to be, you know, whatever amount of people in there and takes and watch the game, you don't want to embarrass yourself. And, you no. and, and so for, for that simple fact is that you want to go out there and best. There will be people that do embarrass themselves, I'm pretty sure there will be on the day, but you just don't want it to be you. Yeah, and, 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 and it's all for charity, so it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, as you say, who wins or, or loses. No one's getting relegated, thankfully, so, it, you know, that that's all good. But uh, Yeah, that's a good sign for Lior, I suppose. I think they come and have a good day around good times, you know. I mean, it, it's been a, a drastic year for the club, uh, you know, and it will fetch people with the memories back from that day at Oxford, and I'm sure a lot of supporters that will be in the ground will be the people that went to Oxford because they are the loyal supporters and they so uh, yeah it's about a good time that gives them a good buzz and, and sends them away happy at the end of the game I think that's important both for the uh, prostate cancer but also for the audience supporters who's had, a, who's had the year that they've had 
fantastic. Martin, we, we, we're taking enough of your time. We really appreciate you sparing a few minutes. Thanks very much. So that was Martin Link, who was the last Orient manager to win promotion with the O's. Uh, we are honoured, obviously, to have the last Orient promotion winning captain, Mr John Mackey, with us tonight. So, John, how did you get involved with this? Um, well, it was at Sandy Risley's um, 80th that I found out about it. It was our kit man, stroke master, stroke um, fitness instructor, whatever you wanted, Sandy would be there for you. Um, and the gaffer mentioned it to me and Gary Alexander that he spoke to Errol that there was a possibility of this game going to be at the stadium for like the charity that Errol's um, involved in. And um, yeah, straight away we was, you know, buzzing for it. You know, the next day, yeah. sort of, just so excited. Just was at him then to make sure that it happened. <laughs> and um, I think I phoned Evel the next day. Is it true? <laughs> this is happening. And he was like, yeah. So then, as soon as I found out for sure, I told everyone, and we was, you know, everyone was so so, away. so happy. Yeah. And Absolutely. what will it mean for you as the last captain to be playing again at Brisbane Road? Um, a lot because um, I never actually got to say see you later to anyone because um, the last game was my last game was Nottingham Forest in the League One last home game of the following season we got promoted um, and then obviously I got released so that was a bit of a you know a, a sour ending to sort of a, a, a great time now um, so to lead the boys out who you know, brought everyone to, like you don't realise at the time how much that promotion means to people until, you know, I've come back, you know, numerous occasions to games and, you know, people come up to me like thanking you. Um, you know, one guy said that he's only ever cried twice in his life, you know, one when his daughter was born and one at Oxford. <laughs> and it's like, but you don't, you realise how much it means to, to, to people what we've done sort of thing. So, to lead the boys out one more time, to be in that changing room with them, to you know hopefully, you know put on a good show for, you know the fans who've had nothing really to smile about this season, um, is going to be you know mean a whole whole lot to me. Yeah. yeah, and I guess that's what you're most looking forward to, isn't it? Kind of just seeing all the boys again and then getting to play on that pitch and to kind of round it yeah. all up, isn't it? it the kind just, of... just the whole. I mean, you know, I want to get there at eight o'clock in the morning to like <laughs> to, to save a, to, you know to have the banter with the boys to see everyone to you know that build up because you know like once it's over <clears throat> that's it then you know it's like you know another 10 years time I don't fancy playing at 50 near these sort of things but you know I just really yeah really looking to the whole that forward to the whole day and just uh, and kicking someone because <laughs> I ain't kicked no one for about eight years so um, that's what I'm looking forward so, to do as you well. still play do you still play like no not at all um, I played probably the last game about a year ago like a couple of charity games um, for an Arsenal charity team but um, like as the gaffer said they're, they're like walk football like there's not a lot of um, competitiveness going on in there so um, I'll make sure this this Sunday there will be a bit of competitiveness <laughs> Love going it. on. So how fit do you think you are then? Do you think you're going to be aching at the end of it? Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Um, I've done a bit, I've, like the Gav said, you don't want to embarrass yourself sort of thing, so I've done a bit of gym work, but, you know, running on a treadmill will never ever um, replicate, okay. replicate going mm. on a pitch, twisting, turning, trying to catch, which I didn't know they've got two Olympic 
sprinters now playing for them, which I will never mention at the time. <laughs> so, um, funny that, isn't it? Yeah, funny yeah. that. Until I see that on Twitter and had a bit of banter with them, saying that, that hopefully they tie each other's legs together and make them just one person. Um, so, yeah, don't fancy chasing Darren Campbell into the channel. but <laughs> Let Lockie do that. I've got some big studs ready. So. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously you're still obviously competitive as ever, so that aspect won't go away. You'll be there and you'll want to win. Without a doubt, I said that to Errol straight away, the first meet, like the first chat I had with him, that I will do everything possible to get everyone there, to get as many fans there, to raise as much awareness as possible about the game, about the charity, go mad on Twitter, you know, have the banter with the the um the celebs and whatever else. But as soon as I'm on that pitch, gone. There's no charity. <laughs> yeah. The charity is at the start and then after the game, but on that pitch, there ain't, and that's just the way I am. And the boys will be exactly the same, not they will get a rollicking. Fantastic. I was just going to say that. So, what should your team expect from you as their captain? Just same old, same as it was. Well, yeah, yeah. We're, you know, we're I'm out to win the game, and I won't expect nothing less. And I, I know the boys will, you know, they'll say it's all me, sort of wanting them to win but deep down they all want to win and um, hopefully we will so you said earlier in the show there's five players who previously booked themselves yeah. who are those five players um, Glenn, Glenn Morris is away oh. um, Paul Connor Wayne Corden Adam Tan and Brian Sarr was five okay. so um, yeah they're all, all booked holidays family holidays etc it's a shame for all of them but I think what sticks out for me there is Adam Tan because he had a he had a bout of testicular yeah. cancer, didn't he? So, shame. Okay, so obviously that's we've got quite some team to be to be lining up against the celebs. So we're going to hear from um, one of our personal heroes as well, who I spoke to earlier on um, in the week, and he goes by the name of Matthew Lockwood. So here is what Lockie had to say. So, joining us on the phone now is former Orient uh, left-back number three and uh, Orient legend Matt Lockwood. Matt, welcome back to the Orient Outlook podcast. Thanks for giving up your time. Much appreciated. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. No problem. So, just really want to start with regards to the charity game. How did you get involved with this? Well, I can't remember exactly when it was, but, you know, we, we speak all the time, you know, the boys, I was speaking to, to John Mackey and, and the lads, um, and it was it was mentioned, we've been speaking about it for a while, about having, um, sort of like trying to get the boys together, having a, like a 10 year anniversary and stuff like that, and then I think maybe John, uh, Gaz, uh, Lingy went to Sandy's maybe birthday party or something, Okay. Um, and, then, and then it came up in conversation there, and then John got on, in touch with everyone and just sort of said, look, would the boys be up for it if... If we did this, um, and of course everyone said yes, um, and then you know because it was for Errol and, and for you know the prostate cancer charity, it just all made sense and it all just came together that way. I think. So I'm guessing it didn't take you long to decide if you'd be involved or not. No, of course not. As soon as, as, soon as you get the phone call and the guy, you know the boys start talking, you, 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 you know you want to, you want to be involved. Um, you know, I mean, I, I was still playing this season, so it's, you know, for me, it's not as though I've sort of missed football because I, you know, I was still playing. So, yeah. um, but just just to get back with the boys, um, you 
go and play at Brisbane Road again because you know I've done I've done that a fair few times in my life and I, I wouldn't mind doing it again. <laughs> um, you know, and then also just supporting Errol and the charity because at the end of the day that's what we're doing. You know, yeah. you know, up with the boys um, from that season is great. You know, it'll be good to see everyone, but ultimately we're there to um, raise money and raise awareness for for the um, cause that Errol is so you know proudly sort of yeah absolutely that's 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 really a sentiment shared throughout everyone we speak to really so what, what are you most looking forward to lacing up your boots at, at, at Brisbane Road again or or is there anything no, else no not really not, not really I mean the game you know it will, it will be the game I've, I've played in charity matches before and there you know I know lads will go and say oh you know we want to go and win and stuff but it, it won't be it won't be too serious it will be you know a bit of fun it will be you know you'll enjoy it um, but I'm just, I'm just I'm just looking forward to coming back and seeing everyone um, you know like catching up with all, all the lads from, from the squad you know seeing the old staff members you know the chairman Matt Porter um, you know just, just seeing all, all the fans that I haven't seen for so long you know I mean obviously I'm up in Scotland now and I, don't, I don't go I don't get back to London hardly at all um, you know I probably well, I've only been back to Brisbane Road I think twice since I left once with Forest and once with Colchester I've never never played there since I left um, so you know it'll, it'll be it'll be nice just to go back and see everyone see all those familiar faces brilliant and in terms of the importance of winning the match how, how important is it I mean, you know, I've, I've heard um, John and, and uh, Lingy and that say, oh, you know, you want to go and win the game. I mean, it is irrelevant whether we win or lose. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, you don't want to go out there and embarrass yourself and, 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 and lose, you know, quite heavily. But that's not going to happen anyway because, you know, yeah, the, the, the players we're playing against aren't going to get fit enough. And that is, that's the only time you're ever going to lose is if you're playing against um, a bunch of young lads that can run around more than you can. Yeah. So we, we, you know, we, we're going we're to have boys in the team that are, are fit, that can run around, so we'll, we'll be fine. It'll be, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be a, a, a game which I'm, I'm sure we, uh, we, won't, we won't lose. Interesting you mentioned about sort of being able to run around a lot. You, you, you've been playing up until quite recently. How, how fit are you? How much of you? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm still, you know, sort of reasonably fit. I mean, um, you know, like I said, I, I was playing up until October. Um, and I mean, you know, I've been been approached even now for, to play next year in, for for some Scottish teams. Um, you know, I've got obviously other commitments which you know, maybe in, might interfere with that. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm still fit. I still I still play. Um, you know, I still play sort of like by the sides and stuff up here. So I'm I'm fit, I'm fit enough to play a charity game. Put it that way. I'm I'm sure there'll be um, there'll be lads in, in our team that are uh, a lot more out of shape than I am. Yeah, um, we, we're going to try and find out who's actually been training for this and who's been taking it a bit bit seriously and who hasn't. So hopefully we'll get more of that on on the day as well. Um, and, and and generally, what what can the fans expect from you on on the day? I mean, I know you say you're fit and, and you've been playing up until sort of fairly recently. What what will you be bringing uh, on the day? What what will your game be? On the pitch, um, probably just the same as usual. Um, you know, just I just probably mess around with my hair a little bit and walk around and try not to make any tackles. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, it depends on playing, playing, playing up against. Um, if, I, if I've got some nippy right winger, they're going to get kicked. That's, that's for sure. Um, but no, I mean, you know, like I said, I've, I've played in these charity games before, and you know, it, it's they're not too serious. You know, you, you have, have a have a run around, and you know, you just you just keep things simple. You don't try anything too difficult. Um, all I'm going to every time I get the ball, I'm just 
disaster, I'm just going to give it to uh, Joe Keith so he can uh, show us his super silky skills. Fabulous. That's absolutely brilliant. Matt, thanks very much for sparing the time to uh, to come back on and we look forward to catching up with you uh, on the day. And, uh, yeah, keep, keep injury-free until then, please. Yeah, fingers crossed. So that was Matt Lockwood. Johnny sounds <coughs> quietly confident. He sounds like he, you know, he's quite confident in his team's abilities, and you know, he, he he's not. He's going to be. He won't right. be the least fittest one. Yeah. I don't think he'd be the least fittest one, but he's got to show a little bit more um, winning mentality <laughs> than he did on that fight. I've got to tell you, I'm not happy. If if only we could record this as well, and your um, your. Um, uh, facial expressions and, and the the fist into the into the open hand is just like knocking. You're going to need to play up, mate. Really. Yeah, he's got to um, open up a little bit if he thinks it's going to be a well a he, normal charity game. Is it's, it's going to be a little bit. What was it like to play with Lockie? Good, because uh, have a long side yeah, of the back. Fantastic. Um, you know his quality. You know was um, ball delivery was amazing. Yeah, he was. Um, he was very good. Uh, you know, sh- should have played at a higher level than. He did. I mean, he, he, he did went to Forest after, but I think like he should have went probably sort of maybe two or three years earlier than that. Yeah. But um, he never. Um, but you know, for us, he he was just you know not just on the pitch, off the pitch. He was like he done like the the fines etc. He he was fantastic around the place, and um, you know, someone I still talk to regularly now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Really nice guy to to, yeah. to speak to. Really spot on. So moving on to another one of the promotion uh, winning team. You uh, interviewed Mr. Gary Alexander as well. So I Gary did. Alexander's making his Orient Outlook podcast debut after the returning. He did, and this is what he had yep. to say. So joining us live on the phone now is former Leighton Orient striker, uh, Orient number nine, uh, Gary Alexander. Gary, welcome uh, to, for the first time to the Orient Outlook podcast. Thanks for for giving up your time. Much appreciated. Um, how did you get involved with this, Gary? How did this all come about for you? Uh, to be fair, John Mackey gave us a call and said that the obviously the team what Errol wanted the team what got promoted to play against the side and for charity and such a great cause. I made made arrangement and saved the day. So, how long did it take for you from from John to say this is what we're doing? How long did it actually take for you to say, yeah, I'm in? Uh, literally two seconds before I realised it was my missus' birthday on the same day. Oh. Uh, that wasn't a problem. She was uh, she was fine about it, and uh, it wasn't a problem. She knows she knows that it, what it means to catch up with the uh, team that got promoted, and so it was all fine. But they they should be there on the day with. Uh, myself and the kids obviously and my wife so lovely it'd be a lovely nice family day out I think Errol's got quite a lot of entertainment planned keep the kids amused as well so should should be should be good all round uh, really yeah, no, de- yeah definitely looking forward to it obviously as I said catching up with uh, old faces and that and uh, doing our bit for charity fabulous w- what does it mean to be back at Bis- Brisbane Road playing in an Orient shirt for you, you know, it, do you know what? It's 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 nice actually. Now I've actually retired from football. You know, uh, you, you sometimes don't expect I played in one at Millwall the other day, and you don't expect to play at these grounds again. You know, so it's nice always to be invited back, and especially now. Hopefully, I'll be wearing an orange shirt, so I won't be getting as many booze as I did when I wore up shirts. <laughs> but uh, that's part and parcel of the game, you know. But now I've retired, obviously I look back. I had a great four and a half years at Leighton Orient, you know, and. Uh, that's, that's that's a thing of the past now, and uh, if I can play my part in a little bit of charity and uh, return, 
return and obviously thank the fans for my time then and fantastic Brilliant. That's that's really nice to hear as an Orient fan as well because I think you were booed out of um, out of more fondness than anything else because no one wanted to see you in another shirt playing against us. But that's just football, isn't it? That's just how it is. Um, that's part and parcel. I know sometimes I played up to it, you know, but that's uh, that's part of football, you know. But it's uh, obviously Orient hold a special place in my heart. I had four and a half years and probably spent the most most amount of time at that club, you know. But obviously, when the time's up, the time's up, and you move on. That's it. That's exactly it. How important is? I know it's a charity match, and and being a competitive individual that you are, obviously an ex, an ex you know professional sports player. How important is winning the match? Because John Mackey said that you know got to win. Lingy said it, that you know got to win. I know people say well it's just a charity match, just a bit of fun and whatnot. But is there an under, undertone of no? We can't get shown up here. No, definitely not. Obviously, we, we play to win. That's our mentality, you know. And that, that's always been my mentality. If I play and take points, I mean, I want to win regardless of whether it's charity or not. We're, we're out there playing a game. And obviously, those playing in the charity team will want to come and beat us. So, my mentality is to go out there and win. And pretty much hopefully it's the same for the uh, 11, 12, 13 other players what are in our team, you know. Yes. Have you been training much for this? Have you been prepping much? Uh, to be honest, I've, I've played the full season, so I've played the full season, obviously part-time at Goodies Borough, so been playing regular week in, week out, just come back off holiday, got what, a couple of weeks, I'll probably have a couple of runs before then, but I won't do much, you know, I'm not, uh, not going to be too unfit before the day. Right. So, so you're, you're you're still pretty fit then, um, in that in that regard. That's that's good to hear. Um, and obviously on on the day, like many Orient fans of of more recent time will be aware of of you know your your key attributes. But for those fans that perhaps have, have only joined the Orient community recently, what what will you what can they expect to see from you on the day? What 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 is your game? What will you be bringing? You know, I'll just be coming in, as a, like I said, I want to win, but it's a charity day, I'll have a smile on my face and I'll just be glad to obviously be back there having a chance to meet up with my old pals and playing in a charity game, you know, and make it a special occasion. Yeah. But yeah. Um, hopefully maybe nick the odd goal, you know, you never know, but uh, just go and enjoy the day like, like all the fans hopefully want to do, you know, and raise as much money as we can for charity. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Gary, thank you very much indeed. I think that's something that comes across with speaking to the ex-players like yourself. Gary, lucky is that that team spirit, yeah. like in that promotion team, it just sounds like it was amazing. <coughs> yeah, it was um, <coughs> from day dot sort of thing. Like we had a few join in the in the. I was there for like probably two and a half seasons before that promotion season. But joining the summer, we had you know Craig Easton come down from from Scotland. Joey Keith joined. Uh, Simo joined. You know, good characters which all, all blended together and. We had sort of like myself, Gary, Lockie's already there. I think Glingarner joined the start of that season. So big characters joined, but all, all got on well straight straight away in, in the pre-season. And, you know, that was a big, big part of why we got promoted was the um, was the team spirit. Absolutely. And I guess seeing everyone on Sunday is going to bring back loads of memories. And, you know, everyone, like, I guess there's going to be some kids there who weren't alive 10 years ago from the players yeah. who, you know, are going to see their dads play at Brisbane Road that they've never seen before yeah um, I mean we got together a few of us for uh, the um, the Starman do about probably four years ago um, it was I think probably six or seven of us but we met up sort of um, just down the road here in, in Loughton and straight away we come in and the banter was just like yeah. we've never been away you know 
you know, sort of um, Eastie was there and, you know, he was known for being tight with buying a drink <laughs> and whatever. And, you know, as soon as we come in, Eastie gets to the bar, that sort of band. And it was just, you know, as if we'd never been away. And sort of then last, this time last season, a few of us went to the playoff final and the same. It was like, you know, as if we'd been on holiday for, you know, off-season, come back for pre-season and we, the band has started again. And I think it's just going to be exactly the same. But... Obviously, everyone's going to be there. And, um, yeah, just really can't wait to, to get in that changing room. Hearing, hearing these players now, you have... No, no, only I've heard these interviews. Yeah, Because I did it uh, hit, uh, at home the other day. Errol, what's it like hearing, hearing these, these past players Do you talking know about how excited they are? I tell you what, it, it kind of almost brings me close to tears, really, because um, I've missed this. I've actually missed this. And, and this is why... This is what makes doing this so good about what we're doing because, mm. as I said, you know it's you know the, keeping friendship alive goes it's far important. more yeah than just the statement that it makes. You know this is a group of guys who were happy when they were in the club. They brought happiness to the club, and they're coming back to bring happiness. And that's why we're saying to people, you know, they're going to come early. Johnny will take them around so that the fans can meet him because that's what's important. You know, people, yeah. you know. You know, people are going to come and watch the activities and they're going to watch the game. But you know what? Just be mindset that when Johnny takes these group of players around the pitch, the buzz that is going to generate, because we've not had that this year, yeah. right? And in a significant sort of way, right? You know, and we've added um, Kevin Lisby to this group, yes. right? Which now takes on an even more significance because yeah. he's not had a chance to say farewell to the supporters that have really resurrected his career yeah right so this is this is more than just a charity game this is about the friendship of us as people right coming together to enjoy what we love most and sort of getting the message out at the same time and as i said to people please please get there on next week sunday because when johnny takes the the, the group of players out just to walk around the pitch with him, you will hear a buzz, and that's before they start playing. Yeah, right? for the warm up. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's there's kids who have heard about this group of players, and they will get to see them for the first time. You know, <coughs> it doesn't get bigger. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't predict this. No. Right. This is if it's God's making, it's God's making. But trust me. Right, it would be phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny just reminded me of the wife's decisions, <laughs> and she will be buzzing on this. Right? Call it divine intervention. Uh, listen, she's not stopped gloating on this. Right, she's every right to. She's what? done well. Nothing painful than when a woman's right. Oh wow. Well, <laughs> we're going to move swiftly on now to someone a little bit closer to home. Now, um, we caught up with um, Aidan Palmer. Um, who is? I'll let you explain. Aiden is my stepson, but he won't let me call him stepson. He's always been my, my son. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've been in his life since he was eight years of age. Um, met his mum when I was doing some security work at a nightclub. Right. Left me duties to go and attend to getting her phone number. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. well, worked out quite well, didn't I? Say. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, lovely. Thank God she. Uh, Saw the, the the brighter side of it and decided that when I asked her to marry me, she said yes. Wow. You know, and you know he's been a wonderful son to me. Right, you know he's been 
you know, he's been there with me through thick and thin through this battle mm. to sort of see me get through this. And you know what? He is looking forward to this like we all are, you know, and because it's special for him as well. And he's I asked him that all, as yeah, well. He so. called all of these his dads. So yeah. I can't can't work out how Johnny Max is Aiden's dad, but maybe Johnny can explain that one. Or maybe Aiden can. Yeah. So do you want to hear what he had to say? Yes. Fine. Let, let's let's get let's. And I have to say, and I have to go on record. And every time I've called Aiden, right, I just call him because I don't want to take up people's time. I know you know we're nothing to the to, to all the guys that are taking part, but everyone that's given up some time to speak to us, and and without fail, every time I've called him to 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 introduce myself to to say hi, literally just a quick to he's he's so welcoming to just have a chat and just talk football in general he's, he's, he really is a smashing lad so um, let's hear what, what Aidan had to say so joining me live on the phone now is ex-Orient player Aidan Palmer Aidan uh, thank you very much indeed for, for joining us uh, for this special edition podcast um, start to uh, start at the very beginning really uh, perhaps sort of uh, you're, you're sort of slightly different from some of the other players in, in terms of sort of how you got involved with this particular project perhaps you could just give us a very quick overview of how, how you did get involved what the relationship is here well obviously um, Errol McKellen my stepfather um, and I, obviously I played for Orion in, uh, with the team with the legend himself yeah. and been through that been through the stage of getting promoted and all that stuff. I've been there and I've been with Errol while she's gone through the prostate cancer. So I'm I'm in a I'm in a very good position at the moment. Just <laughs> the Errol side and the football side which is which is very good. So, as, so you say Errol's your, your your stepfather. So, can you give us an idea, sort of, from a family point of view, how you know what sort of effect and impact this 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 game in particular? I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's marvellous that he's he's beaten uh, the prostate cancer. But but just give us an idea about you know sort of what the game means to the family and, and sort of looking at it from a family perspective. Oh, it means so much. Um, like my parents have gone through so much for this. Like, no, I wouldn't say sleep the but constantly on the phone. I think they did more of this than they do their own jobs, to be honest. But um, it means so much to, to everyone. Everyone, I like my whole family, literally cutting down for this. And, and obviously, it's everyone. Everyone means so much to everyone. He's a nice person. You won't meet anyone nicer than him. And plus, he's been through it and beat it. So that's that's another bonus. But and obviously, prostate cancer. Just someone needs to spread the word, and everyone's obviously doing it. And we're just trying to help him to spread the word. Yeah, absolutely, and and it, it sounds really heartfelt as well. So uh, about the day, what what are you looking forward to most? Um, <coughs> Lacing up your boots again, I, stepping out on the turf. <laughs> Coming back. Yeah. I've not been. Obviously, I've been a nigger. You know, I was a, I was there as a schoolboy. Everything you name it. Then my first team debut. It's just going back to the place. Like, I call it home. That's what I started off. So nigger is home to me. So I'm going back. And obviously it's a great cause, and I'm going to see my old teammates as well. So I'm looking forward to all of it, to be honest. It's going to be a great day. I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic from from your point of view. It's going to be, well for everyone, but but in particular for you. So, yeah, you you are. I think you summed it up really really well there. That you are in a very very unique position. So, um, what what are you expecting um, in terms of of the actual match itself? It, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, you never take the com- uh, the competitive nature out of uh, footballers, whether they're ex or current. And but you, you're still playing at the moment, aren't you? So your fitness levels have been yeah. pretty good as well, right? 
do you want to win this? I mean, how bad would it be if you lost to the celebs? <laughs> we, can't, we can't lose. We need to give all the fans a smile on their, a smile on their face. So I, think, <laughs> I think, yeah, we'll win. But no, we need to win. We need to win. Obviously, we're coming back for the last time. Well, actually, never say last time, but we're coming back one more time. So, for us, we have pride as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and on the day, you're just remind people that perhaps maybe some of our listeners may not have seen you in action. What what position do you play? Uh, I play left back or left mid. And if the gas is feeling generous, you'll throw it up front, score <laughs> a few goals. We, we can always ask. <laughs> Doesn't hurt. And so I know, what, I know. What, what qualities will you be bringing to that side then? What, what are your main sort of key attributes, really? Uh... Well, I mean, for, well, it depends where the gaffer puts me on, actually, because I don't think I'll start, because obviously you know, Joe Keith and um, Matty Lockwood down the left. Yeah. So if I come on, then what I'm, what I'm about, going bombing forward, good one-on-one defender, taking players on, it just depends where I come on. Yeah. I'm sure everyone will get a. I'm sure everyone will get a go. We we spoke to Matt Lockwood and and, and he's very excited about it as well. So um, yeah, I played against him actually not so long ago, Matt Lockwood. <laughs> oh, did you? Where? Yeah, he was a Sutton, and um, my my club actually he come to our ground and uh, he's still the same. He's still technically gifted. He's still one of the best players around. I can't remember how old he is. Thirty five, is it? Thirty five, thirty six. Bit older. Oh, thirty seven. Bit older. Yeah, some, I think he's around 38, 39. Fantastic. Well, we're, we're really excited about the day as, as fans. I know the excitement's building and uh, I really appreciate you giving up your time uh, to, to, to speak to us. And we very much look forward to, to catching up with you in person on the day. So um, as far as the interview is, is, is concerned, we, we really appreciate you giving up your time. Thank you very much, Aidan. That's Aidan Palmer, everybody. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. No. So, Errol, seeing Aidan back playing on Sunday at Brisbane Road is going to be quite an emo- Well, it's going to add more emotion, I guess, to what's going to already be an emotional day. <laughs> Do you know what? I've just, listen- I've just listened to this and I'm thinking, it must be Johnny Mac's son. <laughs> he don't talk like that at home. <laughs> Do you know, I- Do you know what? I'm proud of him, really, because I know he's looking forward to it. Um, you know, because, as I said, these guys were... They were his mentors, right? And, you know, when he came up through the youth ranks, you know, as I say, I had the privilege of working with him at youth level um, with the likes of, of Dean Smith and the other coaches in there and Martin Link at the time before Martin moved up. And, you know, it's just such an honour to, to listen to him. This For me, this makes him sound very mature. Absolutely. <laughs> so I've got to thank Johnny Max for that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he's Johnny's son. <laughs> Johnny, what, uh, what memories do you have of Aiden? You, you told us a good story before we came out. Uh, yeah. Um, well, we, obviously, when we was in that, that squad together, there was five or six of them who'd come through the youth <laughs> together. Um, Aiden, Jason, uh, Derek Duncan, Effie, Gabby... Brian Sarr, six of them. So, like, there was a good nucleus of a team. But um, away games, 
um, me and Gary Alexander used to room together um, and seven o'clock was dinner. We used to go go down to dinner all together. Me and Gaz used to scoff our dinner down, go to reception, pretend we, lock, pretend we was two other players to get their room keys. So this particular night we said, we're Aidan Palmer and Jason Dimitri, <laughs> got their key, went in their room and just like, put their bed in the corridor, just trashed everything, you know, took the telly off the wall and just absolutely annihilated their room. But the thing that sort of um, sticks with me the most, about six months later, Jason and Aidan, they got us back and done our, <laughs> like, left for dinner, done exactly the same, which um, we thought was, like, brilliant to show, like, you know, how much of, like, a good, good set of lads we had and... You know the banter was just was non-stop. So um, yeah, so that was one of my um, like off the field memories of him. But on the field, he, he was like he was very very talented. He 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 was probably very unlucky that he had Matty Lockwood in front of him as such. I mean, he would have learnt a lot from Matty, but because Matty you know played week in week out, he never really got a chance to. To obviously play in front of him, so um, Matt didn't get injured much. Did not he? really, no, or, or suspended. No, because he never made a tackle. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so he was unlucky in that respect that he he um, he had him in front of him and and obviously never got to play as much as he would like. But you know he's still playing now and still earning a, a good living in in the lower league. So mm-hmm. no, he's, he's he's a great lad. So someone. Um, who will be playing for Men United on Sunday is massive O's fan Daniel Lassman, who uh, found fame in last year's BBC Apprentice series. Yeah, shall we hear what he had to say? Yeah. yeah. So joining us now is uh, a very well-known Leighton Orient fan. You might have seen him on uh, the BBC's Apprentice show. Welcome uh, for the very first time to the Orient Outlook podcast, Dan Lassman. Dan, thanks very much for joining us and spreading some time. Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. So just start at the beginning, really. How how did you get involved with, with this charity match? Well, I don't know if any of you know this. Um, you probably wouldn't because I've never really discussed it. Um, it was a short clip on my apprentice profile, but I actually had uh, Leighton Orient trials when I was a youth. Okay. And um, who got me that? It was Errol McKellar. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, wow. Errol McKellar and me kind of knew each other back in the day when I was a pop. We're going back about 12 years ago. Okay. And um, I was in the same year as Aidan Palmer. Uh, Brian Saar, Derek Duncan, to name a few, wow. uh, that, that graduated from my youth team. And um, I got told, uh, thanks but no thanks, and they went on to uh, bigger and better things. Well, some of them did anyway. And um, one the success of the show, The Apprentice, um, not my success, but the success of the show kind of gave me a platform to um, do some great things, charity-based things, um, some media-based things, and uh, yeah, up my business. But... On Twitter, uh, John Mackey uh, noticed some of my Orient tweets given abuse. Why can't we win a game, etc.? And uh, this is obviously this season. Maybe he said, "There yeah. come from myself." And he, John Mackey basically said to me, um, "Would you like to get involved in this uh, charity event?" I was like, uh, where, "Where's it going to be?" And then he said, "Late in Orient Stadium." And literally, he didn't have to continue. I was like, "Well, <laughs> where do I sign?" <laughs> Fantastic. So really, split split second decision there, which which is obviously, it, it, as they say, no brainer really. Um, yeah, I mean, when they said Russell Brand and people like that were in it, it uh, was great afterwards. But I, I was involved once I knew it was 
what does it mean to you to play at Brisbane Road then? Well, as a youth, I never got to do it. Um, I, I played at the East, the old Eastway, quite a lot. Yeah. Um, we played some uh, youth teams, and uh, the dream was to be a professional, which wasn't meant to happen. And uh, this will be my chance to uh, actually kind of experience it for a while. And what what are you most looking forward to about the day? Oh, well, I've got told I've got a chance of playing up front. So being up front with Abby Akambayi has got to be a career highlight for sure. Just just a story to tell everyone. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, what, how important is winning? Because obviously, we know it's for charity. Um, yeah. The, the the Orient side are obviously, you know, everyone's going to be playing with a smile on their face um, and, you know, it, it, it's for fun, but but uh, competitive people, sports, sportsmen. Um, so from from obviously the other side of the coin, not being a, a sort of a, an ex-pro if you like, um, how, how important is it that, that you win? You, you're obviously up against ex-pros, so how, how does that work out? Well, just to give you a, a little thing, I run, I, I've got my own radio show based in Essex and London. It's called uh, Time FM. And the reason why I mention that is because I've interviewed, uh, or I've tried to get one of the either celebrities or uh, ex-pros on the station. And every ex-pro I've had, for example, Gabby Zakawani's done a bit, um, John Mackey's done a bit, um, Kevin Lisby we had last week, and every one of them, I'm winding them up, telling them how brilliant I am at football and how brilliant my team is and how we're going to turn them over 5-0. In hindsight, probably a silly thing to do because we're probably going to lose um, if we're completely realistic. But I'm going to be fighting tooth and nail to make sure that I don't embarrass myself right. after all the stick I've been giving all the ex-bros. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's part and parcel of the fanfare, isn't it? Um, going yeah, in the uh, I, I just I don't know why. I don't know why. It's one of those things where I just think that I can't go on. Let's have a laugh. Let's have a laugh. And a laugh. I kind of got. Um, I kind of got carried away. I was winding them up to the point I was like, yeah, I'm so much better than you, John. And then John would laugh, and then, no, no, John, I mean it. And then he would look at me serious, and then I've wound him up to point he really wants to beat me, and now I'm thinking, what have I done? I've, like, angered them. Yes, you, you've gone up against probably the, one of the most ferocious centre-backs that we've ever had. Yeah. Congrats for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I even sent him a little luck. football video of me scoring goals saying, this is what I'm going to do to you. And he's saying, <laughs> his, his actual tweet response back, you can check this on Twitter if you don't believe me, his uh, response back was, make sure you bring shin pads. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, th- I think you've, you've poked a bear and it's woken up. Well, yeah, I don't know what I've done that for. Yeah. If I turned up on the day, it probably would have been a lot easier on me. Yes, I, I think so. But he, he wants to win, I think, quite quite badly. So, um, yeah, if you're up front, just, just, be, just be quicker than him. Um, yeah, I think well, that'll be the best thing. So, on, on that note, have you been training? How fit are you? Well, um, do you know what it was? I, I play a, a stupid game called racquetball. It's a slow version of... It's an old man version of squash. Right. And I did play that, and I did do my back out a little bit, to be honest. So, it put me off training for two months. So, from last month, I've got back on the gym. So, uh, I'm going to push for the last few weeks to try and get as fit as I can. Don't injure yourself, obviously. They need you, so... Uh... Uh, well, that's all good. Yeah. Have, have you spoken to any other celebs? Have they been in touch, or is there a um, rumour? I've tried to get a couple of people. My the people that look after myself look after a couple of, um, shall we say, um, reality uh, people. Is yeah. what they, probably the best way of explaining it. Yeah. So I don't know if you watch Gogglebox. I think George Gilby might be coming down. Oh, lovely! Yeah, I like Gogglebox. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's George, yeah, he's also a big brother. He's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, I spoke to a lot of the ex-pros. 
sure who else has been confirmed. So the only one, reason why I only want to mention George at the moment is because I know for a fact he's confirmed. There's a lot of names being touted that I know, like a few of the Towie mob, etc. But I don't really want to put anyone in it in case he can't make it for any reason. Yeah, no, that's 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 fair enough. Um, Dan, thank you very much indeed uh, for, for, for giving up your time and sparing us. And uh, I look forward to, to catching up with you uh, on the day. Pleasure. Well, thank you for having me. And anytime you need anything, let us know. Lovely. Thanks. So, I, f- I thank Dan for that because that was about half past ten last uh, one evening last week. So, thank him for giving up his time. Do you just want to repeat what you just said in case it didn't get picked up while he was talking? <laughs> what, what, make, about, making excuses. About, yeah. Well, sort of back already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard it all now. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to have one after the match. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. already. If it's not a sore back, it'd be a sore leg. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It sounds like it's going to be quite a competitive match because you've got Redknapp and Redknapp ain't going to want to lose. No. And I mean, some of the ex pros are still pretty nifty. Trevor Sinclair, yeah. Adak yeah. Mbaye. There's a few nifty ones. And Ralph yeah. Little's a good, a good player. He's a good mm. defender. I've played with Ralph. In a few games, he's he's good. Bradley Walsh used to it Brentford yeah. when he was a kid. Bradley Walsh is a yeah, talent. It's, it's, it's going to be a decent. It will because um, like you say, Frank Sinclair still plays. Trevor Sinclair still so, plays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul Davies is fit as a fiddle. Yeah. Chrissy White, I've played in charity games with, although he's nearing fifty, he's still decent. Um, Paul Bowden. Yeah. Adiakimbai. Yeah, it's going to be... Um, Jamie Curitan still playing. Curo, yeah. yeah. Curo's like playing tw- 20 goals. I mean, I was at Reading with Curo um, and he was fantastic then and he looks better now than he did then, like sort of, you know, still 10, goals, 15 he? years, yeah. years yeah. on. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be... It's a shame it didn't work out for him, but he come from Exeter to Orient, had yeah. a really bad season, went off and he scored, went back to Exeter, yeah. scored goals. Now he's at Dagenham, scoring scored. goals. Yeah. Yeah. He just didn't play to his strengths. It's such a waste. Yeah. 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 It was such a waste. Absolutely. Um, now, just to give a quick shout out, we're quite conscious of the time. Uh, in, in fact, we only plan for this to be about sort of 40, 45 minutes. So, <laughs> testament to, to obviously people giving up their time and, and just how much there is to discuss about this very important issue. But just one, one uh, place to mention as well uh, the Supporters Club will be open on the day, uh, selling a, an amazing range of tap beers and ciders. And um, our understanding is they're also donating 20 pence from every pint to the charity. So, um, get into the Supporters Club, do drink responsibly, obviously. Uh, but do drink loads as well don't drive home after if you've been drinking um, but yeah so just everyone at the club uh, has has really been getting involved and um, we decided to go out to the Orient community yeah. to, to get a few questions absolutely so a few questions first one's for Mr Mackey from All In Ginge saying on a scale of 1 to 10 how much did the skipper enjoy Millwall away when Jarvis scored his hat-trick um, uh, sorry just that's one of the best games I've ever been to yeah it was I think we went 3 0 up sort of within really early on, wasn't it? 20, like 20 minutes. minutes yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> and what I can remember is, though, one, they got it back to, I think, 3 2. And um, the roar that come from the Mill supporters, I thought, if we don't get the next goal, then we're going to lose this. But um, thankfully, we did. I think we went on to win 5 2, was it, in the end? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a. It was a I mean, it was. It's an intimidating place to go to, so to go three 0 up early was so, like it quietened them. But then they got back in it, and it was his debut as well, wasn't it, Jarvis? Yeah, you must, uh, have, been, you must have been sitting there going, "What is going? Who is this kid? He's just, just come from yeah. Norwich. Yeah. yeah, just got him on loan from Norwich. Yeah, yeah. But, um, his debut. yeah, it was a good. It was enjoyed playing in that. Yeah, bless yeah. him. I think that was probably his only highlight for all. <laughs> probably, Errol uh, at Boatsy asked you. How you did you stay so positive during such a difficult time after being diagnosed, and how did Orient help you? Massively. Do you know what? I mean, the question's been asked to me quite 
a few times. And, you know, again, I thank my wife, Sharon, for helping me to get through this illness. I thank my family. But, you know, more importantly, I have to say that the support that I have from Leighton Orient Football Club, right, has been absolutely immense. If, do you know, um, just the, the words of encouragement and just the support that they kept giving me and just talking to me might made it seem as if I was going to get through this, whatever happened. And, you know, I mean, everyone knows, I mean, I've worked at the club for nearly 20 years. And if you was to ask me what my favourite part of the club is, it would be very, very difficult. Very, very difficult because, you know, I have Orient blood running through me. That's what I call it because I love being in the club. I enjoy what I do in the club. And those are the strengths that have come together with the strengths that I've had to get me through this battle. Yeah. It's quite interesting. When we interviewed you before the Doncaster game, it's quite interesting to see everyone knows you. So you had youth players come up and say, how's it going? Yeah. You had um, staff like stewards come up and say, how's it going? Fans come up and say, how's it going? And players come up and say, how's it going? So, it's, you know... It must be incredible to be around that club where yeah. everyone seems to know you. Do you, do you know what? It, this is what I said. This is what I, I say about this club. I mean, if if we had to to pick a set of supporters to win a match, we would win every single game. We would be in the Premiership because, as I said, I've challenged people to bring me a better set of people than those Orient supporters. Mm. And Johnny and Johnny Mac will bear me witness. You know, they get behind you. You know, and look. We are doing this charity function on the 31st and you've seen the response of the Orient supporters. Yeah, right. yeah. Show me anyone that can do this like these people. You know, They're my family. That's what I call them. They're my family. So because of them and because of my family, I've got through this. Another question that came in, is it's really interesting to hear you say that, um, at Georgie Orient says, in the time that you've been involved with Orient, who's been your favourite player or players? It's a toughie. <laughs> no, I, do you know what? I have an answer for that because every single. That's a nasty coffee. Listen, listen. Every <laughs> single player that I've had the privilege of working with or motivated in that club are my favourites because every player in there is like my family. From the youth players who have been there and either made it or not made it to the senior players, they've all treated me as part of them. So I wouldn't pick one out. They're all, every single one of them, right, had gone in there. What a cop out. You know. <laughs> I think that's the best way to answer It's a that. very yeah. political answer. I'll tell you who, if I had to pick somebody, it would be the supporters. They would be the best. Fair enough. We'll, we'll, let, we'll, you we'll let you off with that. We'll let you off with that. George, you're Mr Mackey. What was your favourite goal scored for Leighton Orient? Um, what, in that season? Particularly, yeah, any, any season? Um, I think the South End away one was... Probably my favourite, as in, it meant a lot to the yeah, fans, yeah. Um, away to like obviously the biggest rivals at the time. So that was my favourite. Um, favourite in the '06 season was probably against Rushton at home. It was probably people won't even remember it, but it was a uh, we were one 0 down at home, and we ended up winning five one. But it was the equaliser to that game, and it was just a a scrappy goal, but it got us back in the yeah. game and it put us on. You know, a nice little run after that game. So that was probably my favourite. And it wasn't a great goal, but it was a, an important goal. And at Magnus Pugna asks, what makes Leighton Orient so special to players? Um, I think everything about the club 
Um, I said it before when I left Orient to go to Brentford, you just never got that same. Like when I come to Orient, the first day I come to the, to, to I think to sign on the first home game it was Mansfield at home. I remember Jeff on the door, the gate man, knew my name straight away. Hi John, welcome. Like, I hope you have a successful time here. Um, going to Brentford, you know, four five years later. I didn't even know I was at the door, you know, struggled to get in the place in the for my first sort of pre-season game. And it was just little things like that that make the club so sort of the back the background staff that probably don't get enough, you know, sort of praise. But it's it is a community club, it's probably an old cliche, but um it's just such you know, like what last week I've done the interview at the club with, you know, the, the sort of um press guys at the club. And I took a little selfie with the Orient, sort that's of signing right, yeah. it, um, with just the little thing back home. And, and that's what it is. It feels like when you go back there, it feels like home. I mean, I've been to three, I think two or three games at home this season and you're going to supporters bar and it's just, like I said earlier, you, you sort of, people coming up to you and thanking you for what you've done at the time. And, mm. well, I don't think I've bought a drink there for, you know, for the three <laughs> games I've been there. Need to start going off them. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the only thing. Every time I went, we won. So they were saying, it's my fault for not turning up more. But um, yeah, so just little things like that. It's just, it, it's such a, you know, a good club as in the people with it, within it. And well, you obviously still follow the club because we saw you at Swindon in the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come, um, like I spoke to Matt Porter after the sort of the second to last game saying, we better go. We better, you know, show a bit of, you know, yeah. support. Hopefully they can, can do it. Um, unfortunately, it weren't to be. But um, yeah, it was, it was a strange feeling being an away game, last game of the season. You know, pl plenty of people said last game of the season nine years ago. How different can it yeah, be? Absolutely. You know, needing to, well, draw or better a score to get promoted. This, you know. Not in your hands, needing to needing to win and yeah. to try and yeah. avoid relegation. How, how different could it be? And um, yeah, it was it was it was horrible, really. At the end, it was um, yeah, felt felt no, felt like gutted. Nothing, yeah, it yeah, felt yeah, it was <clears> not, <throat> not 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 a nice feeling at all. Um, mm. Driving back in the car, a bit obviously with Matt, like sort of running through what you know is sort of stories on the club and, and what he felt that had gone wrong was a big shame that, you know, which I think could have been avoided mm. if they would have kept Matt Paul up, but that's a different story. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So just obviously we want to try and push as many people to buy a ticket as possible. So just just really a message to anyone that is in perhaps two minds as to whether or not they're, they're going to want to come or is maybe going to buy a ticket. Just any any message for, yeah, for anyone? Um, I think I mean there's loads of reasons um, for first for this man here. Yeah, it's a great cause. He's put together. Sharon's put together. But <laughs> 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 keep reminding him. Um, you know, a fantastic occasion where you guys see you know the last successful team to get promoted. Um, I'm guarantee you will put smiles on your faces. And it's going to be an absolute blinding day. And just if you're thinking about it, you've got to come. 
you've just got to come. It's going to be a, it, it will be a great day. You know, I'd, I'd just to add to that, I mean, Johnny, Johnny said everything in the one speech. If anyone's thinking, and, and all I'm saying to people, please, please, if you're not doing anything, do something and come out next week, Sunday, right, and get behind the cause of why we're doing this. You know, you're going to see some great people in the building. You're going to see some, not old faces, but familiar faces. And together, we're going to make a big difference in how we get this message across. And more importantly, we are going to highlight what it means to keep a friendship alive. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Fantastic. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So less than one week to go until the big match. You've heard from the man who's made this happen. And you've heard from the uh, man captain in the Orient Legend team who is eager to win and still got the desire and hunger and is probably going to kick as many celebrities. and uh, ex- Certainly give him a walk for, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> um, so now it's time to do our bit. So on Sunday 31st of May, get yourself down to Brisbane Road and uh, watch Orient Legends take on Men United. Only £10 adults. Bargain and £5 concessions. And let's raise as much money as possible for Prostate UK and make as much noise as we can. So me and Paul will be back doing... Well, Paul will be doing Orient Player. Uh, we'll on Sunday be, with yeah, Dave with Victor. Victor. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be in the West End trying to uh, make my daughter watch the match in her first game. <laughs> so if you see a stressed guy in an orange stand in the uh, West End, that'll be me. And so a two-year-old going mental. That'll be, <laughs> yeah, be my daughter, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll be back late pre-season with the podcast. But until then, enjoy Errol's game. Thank you, Errol. Thank, Thank you, John. Thank you. Let's raise some cash. Let's get behind a new manager, whoever it might be. I'll see you next season. Yeah.